to another episode of This Is Ellie with the Wilgins. Mitch, Matthew Bird, All right. Sarah, hello, Bradley. Hi. Wait until you're taking a drink, as I, always. Yep. Every Tradition. time I can, I when I get that in. Yeah, it's been a long time, but I'm glad you remembered that yeah. detail of <laughs> podcasting. It has been a while. Like setting up the equipment, I was like, um, "Do I remember how to do this?" I think I do. I'm not quite certain. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've fully milked. The we don't have a team, so we really don't have to do a show this week. <laughs> the um, period of mourning yeah, is it's, over. It's been over a month. We should be uh, doing this more regularly because, yeah. believe it or not, some people listen to the show and, and enjoy it. Wait, what? I, I don't get it myself. But uh, uh, And then we did have a bit of a false start last week. Uh, we were going to do the show, but sometimes life gets in the way. Especially I got sick. Mitch got sick. And I, I'm not being funny. I, I was sick. I wasn't too disappointed with the <laughs> message I've well, but you were you were pretty miserable on the way home from. Uh, it's t- taken me a long time to get over that. Yeah, it's taken me a long time to get over that. And just since we've added Sarah now, it's like trying to get four people to agree to a day when I love when we do it. It's like, okay, what are we going to do this week? Sarah says, "I can't do th- Thursday." Yeah, and then you say, "I can't do Tuesday," yeah. and it's like, well, okay, we're to, we're to Wednesday, <laughs> but. I am going to commit to trying to do this a little bit more regularly. He's the only one that's committing to it, by the way. So, um, but we do have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, Some of the things have come and gone since, since uh, we did the show last, but we still need to touch on these things. Um, The good news first, let's, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with St. Louis city. Uh, The stadium, Mitch and Sarah and I actually went to Schlafly a few weeks ago, and yes, I knew it was close to Schlafly, but I didn't realize, oh, it's right across the street from Schlafly. It's beer-throwing distance. Definitely beer-throwing distance, and it's amazing how much they've gotten done, because it had been a couple weeks before that that I'd been by it. Seriously, if you guys, even if you don't want to go to Schlafly, if you just want to take a drive and go up there and just go drive around it because it's pretty impressive how much they've gotten done. They've gotten a ton done. I, I went by it last night from the Blues game, and I, I even feel like in a few days, yeah. like they get a ton of stuff done. With two toddlers, I don't go out. I understand. <laughs> I did not go to Schlafly. Um, <laughs> and some of it is, is prefab where they kind of bring it in and just kind of put it together. But even still... I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't think it would be going up this quickly. I, I love seeing the uh, like stairs. like They come in on the back of a tractor trailer, and it's prefab stairs. And they just slap them in place, and they're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. and they're all like all that prefab stuff is made around here. It's all local. Is it? Oh, that's yep. right. I did read that. Yep. Uh, that was the funniest thing last night, though, is that it was on... I had to take 44 and 44. The exit was shut down, so I had to circle around to uh, 40. Excuse me, you had to take what? Party far. Party far. There you go. Sorry. And <laughs> and it, when I was taking four, uh, when I was going through there, there were a couple of those trucks, uh, the semis, and I love seeing these things. They're the ones that like they transport, obviously, these big steel beams, and they also transport like 
the uh, blades for uh, turbines, turbines yeah. and stuff like that. Where the, it's like a double turbine yeah, or double uh, du- trailer. Yeah, where the back has like a row of four tires and it's remote controlled yeah. by somebody else, so they can steer <laughs> to go around corners. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like seeing those. That's fun. Was it in the left lane going fifty? No, <laughs> it was actually on the shoulder. Oh, okay. Like waiting right. to get called into the oh, facility. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty cool to see. Those but semi-drivers, man. If you, if you, you mock, have... You're mocking my, <laughs> my profession. Every you, time we can. If you have time, take a drive down there. Matt, I know you got the kids. You can't get out, but just drive by it, uh-huh. maybe. Um, because it's impressive. I mean... I mean, I know I know. I say I don't care, but you, you can see obvious progress. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... And I, and I, when I say I don't care, I'm not like criticizing things. It's yeah. just like... What's going on on the pitch? That's why I'm waiting for soccer. Well, and it's more than just like a hole in the ground or where they've cleared it. Like, you can see the skeleton of the stadium. Like, you can imagine it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like when we went to Sporting Kansas City for that game and we took Ewan, like Ewan's face when he came out of the, yeah, you know, concourse to mm-hmm. see the stadium. Like, those are the little moments that I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. now. Um for for everything else that's gone on, very jealous of stadiums like Children's Mercy Park or you know Red Bull Arena. We're going to have our own little cathedral, and I think it's going to be pretty special until somebody comes along and builds a new one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think that the thing that I like most about it too, and this is where I get a little architecture engineering nerd, is that how well it fits into the neighborhood. Like it's not super modern, like a. Cincy's yeah, or, or Leipzig or, you know, yeah. those kind of things where it's like the flying saucer landed. It's going to look like it belongs there. And it's not a big blurb yeah. of technology, you know. Well, and Cincy a couple, maybe even a month ago now, they put up that video of theirs doing the spaceship thing yeah. with all the lights outside. And I mean, it's kind of cool. It's not my thing, but it, it was kind of cool. But Matt Seebeck made this point that it's kind of neat that all these different stadiums are coming online in the next two or three years, and they all have a different feel versus like in the 70s and 80s, you know, every baseball stadium was exactly Three the same. Rivers, yeah. Bush Stadium, and then, well, and then even... When they changed them, changed them they, they became all a the new, the ba- same. Yeah. <laughs> they all have the, you know, opening in yeah. center field and... But, but again, it's, it's it's going to be ours, and I think they're putting a lot of good touches into it that will be unique. And yeah. obviously, plans change, and you know they may get to a certain point and say, oh, well, we can't do that here. It's not going to work the way we thought. But it, it seems to be just motoring along. Yeah. But then that's going to be the worst part, is that it's going to be done, and there's not going to be a team our team playing there. Yeah, I think, I mean, the good news is they can have some test events. Uh, you know, they'll do some, I'm sure, some college soccer games. The Luligan AO charity game. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, they'll do a concert or two. They'll they'll do some things to kind of break it in. I can't imagine there, there won't be a U.S. game thrown in there of Which some nature. I think is great because by the time St. Louis City kicks off, they may have worked out some of the bugs because there's always things yeah. with a new stadium. Like technology bugs, like the Wi-Fi yeah. and the sound system and all those things that, like, I remember when... Uh, Keel Center, Enterprise Center. <laughs> I was going to go down the list yeah. of like the twelve names it's been, but when they when they upgraded the sound system a couple of years ago, they had problems. Where yeah, trying areas, to figure out the mix. And, yeah, certain areas were too loud and yeah. certain areas were too quiet. So i 
I, it would be great for a women's game, a women's national team oh, game. Definitely. That's like the perfect size for it. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm thinking like the bronze boot they'll yeah. probably have there. There's a lot of those kind of things. Like the state high school championships, just different things to try it out. Well, they, yeah. Um, the other like official big news that came out since our last pod was they named the shirt sponsor. and I love it. <laughs> Sarah loves it. I actually, I was kind of going through our timeline on uh, Twitter, just looking at old posts. And like when it was first announced, we said it should be somebody big and local like Purina or Energizer. <laughs> I, we laid out two and we got one of them. So yeah. there's a three list criteria for me. And it really did tick all the boxes. One, it wasn't a pyramid scheme. It wasn't a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Herbalife or Advocate. Right. Number two, it was local. Yeah. And number three, it was something tangible. Yeah. That, yes. I mean, I. It's not a betting side. It's not. I can't go down to the store and buy some Aeon. Yeah. Or, right. You know, or even like Square or, you know, oh, any of those kind I can't, of things. I've not run out of Gazprom. I need yeah. to go to the store and get some more Gazprom. So it's something tangible I can go pick up from the store. And, and, it's, and it's an international brand, too. That's the other part. It's not Mercy. And again, no slight to Mercy or electrical well, contractors. I was going to say, it's, it's a good-looking sponsor logo. Yeah, it like, is. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down, Crocia. <laughs> uh, Looks great. But, I mean, speaking to electrical connections, I mean, very happy that they sponsored St. Louis FC and they spent the money to go on the front of the shirt. But it was always kind of a wonky thing. People didn't know what it was. You know, are you an electrician when you'd be yeah. wearing the shirt? Purina is just a big, bold logo. It says Purina. And you, you well, even if it's just the, the checkerboard, you know it's Purina. <laughs> Sarah just needs a moment here. <laughs> Plus, I mean, they tied it in great with the announcement, doing all the stuff with the pets, you know, the Dumb and Dumber <laughs> van, dog yeah. van. But people bringing their dogs and getting scarves and bandanas. Sammy, I, Sammy got him a bandana. I thought that was a a good viral sort of launch. Yeah, I did, it was great. How much are they paying? How, how big of a how big of a player can we sign with that I, money? You well, know, but but no, because I remember when I had talked to Dennis a year ago, and he was starting to you know like okay, we've got the list narrowed down to like ten or fifteen or whatever he said at the time. And he said, we're not going to give anybody a hometown discount. It's going to be going league rate for the oh, No, no I understand that. But right. And I, I go back to when St. Louis FC first started out. And our first, one of our first games was away in Tulsa. And I said to Jeremy, they had Modelo as their mm-hmm. sponsor. I'm like, that's a good sponsor. And Jeremy just said, yeah, but how much are they paying? Yeah. yeah. It's no good if they're paying twigs and shit compared right. to. Well, you know, we, yeah. and we know with St. Louis FC, I mean, obviously we had a, a much more direct tie to what was going on behind the scenes than we do now. But there was talk at the time, you know, would Jim just slap worldwide technology on the front of the shirt? And Jeremy said, if we don't get somebody to pay what we want, then we'll do that. Yeah. But they got what they wanted out of the shirt. And then above for the renewal. Right. But as Mitch said, you know, Dennis saying, I think it's pretty codified now in the league. You know, here's the range for your shirt sponsor. Here's the range for your stadium rights. Yeah, you you pay X for a franchise. Right. You pay you get paid X for blah blah blah. Right. right? The the league isn't going to let them undersell it. No, no. but no. you say that, but you know, you've got teams out there that do not have a sponsor. They can't, aren't, aren't marketing. And I think that's because the 
you know, whatever deal they've come to the league with, they said, no, that's not enough. It, we'd rather you go out there with no shirt sponsor than discount than discount. So I, I I've got to believe that's the case because knowing how you know I'll keep using the electrical connection reference. You know, okay, we set the price at X, and they said we will pay X. Right. And if somebody didn't pay X, Jim was just going to put Warwhite on it. I imagine it's the same thing that the league has said you need to get X, and if you don't, you're not putting it on there and Really, like I think it was and Columbus it, doesn't have one. Is that who it was? Uh, There's a couple. I don't think Miami has one right Miami now. Doesn't Miami doesn't have one. I'm not. I bet sh- they set Miami's price real fucking high. And see, that's the other thing too is that I guarantee Miami is. You can't tell me nobody wants to be on the front. Spawn KC don't have one. They, they put a charity on there. Well, but that's actually cool. No, that, but, but but it's still not. But that was also a, a grandfather thing because Sporting Kansas City did that five years ago or what it yeah. was. And it was sort of like, okay, if you're not going to do that, that's cool. Like when Barcelona had UNICEF on the front of their jerseys, you know. They actually paid UNICEF to do yeah. that. But that, that honestly, they were just getting used to – they were getting people used to seeing oh, – That absolutely. was their first, that was their first getting, logo. They right. were getting people used to seeing a logo on the front Barcelona of the was like the last team – to, to not have, to have a shirt sponsor, or they, to and they held out, they held out yeah. as long as they could. But the UNICEF was, like he said, a nice transition. I do think to, so. Yeah, we, and we even said it at the time. It's like, well, if they're going to do it, they're paying a charity. That's. I, th- I think does San Jose not have one? There's a couple. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember Maybe who. Colorado. No one's giving Cronky money. Brad. Yeah, Cronky. Thanks for uh, supporting Arsenal. Welcome to my world, bastard. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think the Pyrenees, I, I think it's a good logo. I'm not saying nothing. Look at the clown show we've got in charge. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I think overall, I think aside from Sarah's, uh, predilection for, for her checkerboards, uh, I think Purina is a good sponsor. I think it's a, it's, it's all you could want out of a shirt sponsor. I mean, it, it's again, you have the pet relationship, yeah. which immediately families are going to like, you know, uh, you have a known international brand, a local known international brand, and if they do tie in the checks, it's yeah. a completely unique jersey that nobody else in the league has. Yeah, and we can talk about that. Um, Sarah's I, like, yes, you're we wrong. will. No, no, Whatever no. Whatever it is, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I, I would love it. I really would. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it just because shirt sponsors come and go, and I don't know if they want to make it a feature. They I could, should. They should. They should. they should. Oh, I think they, they should. should. But they I could do it like one year. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's every time I see Seabeck in a tweet, and I'm going to make fun of him because I like the dude. He's wearing that same blue and pink checkered yeah. shirt, yeah. you know, and it, that's like his business, you know, yeah. his team shirt. <laughs> but it, the thing is, is that it is a good look right away that you see that pink and blue, and it pops, and it's. And we've said from day one, you know, we like it when we walk by a TV and you just kind of glance out of the corner of your eye and you immediately know who the team is. Yep, right. Yeah. You know, with, just speaking of MLS, if it's a, you know, orange shirt, you know it's the Dynamo. If, if it's white with a sash across right. it, you it's know galaxy. it's a Galaxy. So I would like us to have an iconic look. Yeah. And I mean, I want the same thing for all my teams. A traditional. Yeah. I build a tradition. Yeah. And that was one of the things that we always were frustrated with St. Louis FC is that they didn't build a tradition. They Yeah. They'd switch it, it up every yeah. two years. Well, and, and the U.S. men's national team is the worst about it. Absolutely. They, they, they have pick, no identity. They should pick a thing and go with it. 
So, you know, picking that identity would be phenomenal. Yep. And I think it would work even if Purina wasn't the sponsor someday. Agreed. Um, but we'll see how that... Agree. And we also know, I mean, I've read like now four articles in The Athletic about the uniform design process. Yeah. Teams have, I would say, a half a percent more say than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Adidas runs the show. Adidas tells them, this is what your uniform is going to be. They, they don't even let you suggest concepts. They let you suggest ideas. Like, you can say, well, it would be nice if this was in there, and we'll take it under advisement. So, we'll see how that goes. Which, you got to imagine, at some point in time, teams are going to say, I paid $300 million for this team. Piss and, off. As long as Adidas has the monopoly, like... You can't use anybody but Adidas. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that at some point in time, there's going to be, there's got to be owners that say, you know what? Yeah. Th- this either needs, they either need to let us do what we want or they need to get the fuck out. <laughs> Judging by what the fuck Puma are doing right now, Adidas can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you do see in USL though, different teams have more leeway in what their shirts look mm-hmm. like. And that's usually a good thing. No, it's Not sac- always a good sa- thing. <laughs> you know, Sacramento has the sash. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think it is a good thing. I yeah. think. It, but you'd still get the template look. You mentioned Puma. Uh, it all started with at the USL. Total. A lot of their shirts have the same patterns and such. Um, we got somebody it all starts breaking with, it, into the it, podcast. It all started with the total 90s back in the yeah, day yeah. where they just said, okay, we're doing whatever we want. And Every national it. team had the exact same kit for that World Cup. And all the yeah, all the Arsenal had it, and oh, yeah. everybody else did too. Chelsea had it, I think, and it was just awful. It was the same thing for everybody. I yeah. hated it. And, and, again, that was them trying it out. Okay, it worked. We're going to keep doing it. We can save money if we just photocopy everybody's jersey <laughs> yeah, make it fit into this template which is why you get the mls white t-shirts for all the away shirts yeah, yeah. which drives me nuts put some color on it yeah like you should if they don't let them have third jerseys which there's an obscure rule some teams can get a third jersey some can't um because the third jersey is where you could just go nuts mm-hmm. you could have like seattle's got their Jimi hendrix jersey yeah. this year yeah like you should have one kit yeah. You should have your basic home that always looks similar, you know, whether it's stripes or hoops or, or whatever. And then your away shirt should just be do whatever the fuck you want with it. <laughs> and sometimes they'll be great and sometimes they won't be. But that's fun. I mean, you look at what Madison's doing. Yeah. And their kits are murdering it that every new single home time. One. I really want that new home one. Yeah. It's but even if so you good. don't like one. They had the guts to do something. Well, and not only that, but they still have two other good ones. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you're not, it's not reinventing the wheel. It's like, well, okay, that didn't work. Let's keep with this one. I love it. I I like it. Okay. So, and the only other thing I wanted to say about city before we move on to, uh, other things, old business (laughs) is, uh, starting to see Lutz pop up and do more interviews. Uh, Um, Moex had a thing with him this week. Uh, I think we're going to submit our (laughs) request. I mean, it's not like the good old days where I just called Jeremy and said, hey, can we get somebody on this week? Yeah. Uh, now we have to go through proper channels and through their you know, media people. I think they do a credit check, <laughs> a background check. <laughs> well, maybe we won't have Lutz on. <laughs> uh, but we're we'll, gonna, we'll have Bird ask with the, yeah. with the OBGYN wife. But going back to what I said where we're, we've been remiss and having some weeks off, I think we can start getting some more interviews of 
not just St. Louis City people, but I think that will get us into the habit. Of, well, all four of us are immortal now. That's so, true. We've yeah. had our no. had our shots, yeah. and we can be in public. That's right. So that's all I got for that. Um, do we want to take a quick break and then get back to? It's only been twenty things? minutes. Well, I know, but we have a guest here. We okay. We can do that. Handle our business, and then we can come back and. It's not a. It's not a listening guest. It's no, just somebody paying it's a visit. Somebody it's, crashing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not exciting. It's not like we're going to put them on mic and everybody's no. going to be like, "Oh, we have an exciting guest." No. No. It's a. It's a crasher. It's somebody less exciting than me. No. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It's up for grabs. Your it's, mileage may You know vary. what? It's just Sean O'Hara. We're not. <laughs> we're, we keep saying this, and people are going to be like, "Oh, I got to know who it is." Uh, the mystery it, was you're, you've ruined it. No, it wasn't a mystery. It wasn't <laughs> worth a mystery. It wasn't like people are going to be like, "Oh, I didn't know." All right, it's Sean. Okay, bye. And we're back. We had a good time making fun of Brad a little bit there. So yeah, we should just leave it rolling at all. Times. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to think so. We just did something nice for a former player. So that's we'll we'll talk about that next episode. So it doesn't yes. ruin the surprise. Um, but let's talk about next. We took a little road trip a couple weeks ago. <sighs> Bittersweet. It was yep. a bit. It was surreal, wasn't I, it? I was fighting the tears several times. We went to see uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds take on Louisville in preseason action at the Lynn Family Stadium. As I tweeted when we walked up, this is where a part of me died. And, and it felt that way. Um, we watched the first half from... Not in the Cooper's section, but near the Cooper's section. Adjacent. Yes. Yep. Um, it, is, it is really a nice stadium. Oh, it's a great stadium. It's not about it really is. My house, No, there's not. Uh, very steep on that end. And it, yes, it, it is. But that reminds, I mean, that's what it's going to be like at St. Louis City. You know, those, they made a big point of you're only going to be 100 and whatever feet from the pitch at any point. So, yep. those top seats, it's going to be a steep wall. You're going to have to repel. <laughs> but also, if you, because it's steep, if you've got... Jack Burton in front of you, you can still see over. Yeah, you yeah. Know? that's true too. I am wondering if they'll give us like the belt clips to <laughs> clip onto the rail in yeah. front of us in case we fall. You uh, know? I got one of my keys. I was going to say, you know what? I think we're doing carabiners. Carabiners. Lugan, Lugan carabiners. carabiners. <laughs> That'd and, be awesome. and get a strap that yeah. goes with them that you can like hook well, under yeah. your... <laughs> well, and as you're going up, you can latch the uh, handrail <laughs> and go up and then you take it <laughs> off and put it onto the next one. So I'm going to the bathroom. Belay me. At most, you're only falling six feet. At most. And then when you're up and you have the rail in front of you, let's yeah. get like a, the hockey fight strap. Yeah. yeah. We'll yep. get that built in and you can strap to the one behind the yeah. rail yeah. behind you. Yeah. So if you fall forward, you don't take out people. I think that's going to be a necessity. Yep. You know, people at the team are taking notes right now. They're going to try to sell them. But uh, we're going to make sure that Belleville screen printing Lul- does it first. Luligan yeah. branded. <laughs> Trademark. I'm trademarking. Equipment. Yes. Uh, but back to Louisville. Um, of course, we go there, so Louisville wins. As we do. Um, we did second half. We went and watched it from the very area that we watched St. Louis FC. The funeral. The Where corner. we should have been. Yeah. The corner. And afterwards was nice. We got to say hi to uh, Russell and Todd. Todd Wharton and Albert, Albert Dequa. Um, nice moment between Albert and Ewan. Yep. Uh, when he tried to pick Ewan up, and he's like, "You're too big now." Yeah, he hadn't seen him in two years. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's big. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, it was a very nice moment. I mean, we missed Wes though. We missed Wes. Mm-hmm. He didn't come over. Uh, but you know, it does. Re- you know, Albert used to just always grab Ewan from the side and throw him up on his shoulders, and it was kind of funny to watch him grab him and say, "Oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. we're not going up there anymore." <laughs> But, uh, you know, Albert, with his family being in Africa, no one's 
goes to watch Albert play soccer. Yeah. I think it me- meant a lot to Albert that people made an effort to go watch him play soccer. And, yeah. yeah. You know, it was it was good for you and it really was good for you. And now he wants me to drive his ass to Pittsburgh. For <laughs> but, you know, it was it was good for him. And he didn't get a zebra cake again. We, I didn't, will, we didn't get zebra cakes. I will say I didn't know how I would feel being at the game, especially since, I mean, yeah, I wanted to see our former players play well. Um, and a couple times I got a little excited when it looked like Albert was creating something and yeah. might score. Yeah. But overall, I just I, it, it was sort of a dead. It was empty. It yeah. was empty. At, at the end of the day, I'm sat there in the first half going, these aren't my teams. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. care. These aren't my teams. I, I mean, it was nice to be at soccer. It was nice to go with you guys mm-hmm. and, you know, have a few beers. And, and, you know, the road trips are always fun in the car. We tell silly stories or whatever. But, but the game itself was a little hollow. I mean, I mean, it was preseason too. So like the Coopers true. didn't have a full section or a quarter Coopers full didn't section. Have anybody. They, sure they had like 40 people there. Yeah. I do not get that. I mean, even at reduced capacity, that's a brand new stadium. Yeah. And it's a really good team. You know, honestly, I was shocked at how few people were I there. think I think a lot of their fans are just so comfortable with winning. That they you know, but, but, you know, if you've got again, if you've got 20 bucks to spend on soccer, are you going to go at the preseason? Yeah. Louisville game, or are you going to go to an NWSL league competitive that, game? That is a good yeah. point too. But at the same time, though, we would have had we would have season tickets, and those first few preseason games, I'm excited to get back to it. Yeah. you know, it's been a whole off season, and we would even the even those preseason games, we'd still have 7,500 yeah. people there. Yeah, so it was odd, but I mean, beautiful stadium. They're going to be good again. Um, even though they've lost their coach since <laughs> since that point, maybe it's because we went. Maybe, maybe maybe we're coach killers now. Uh, <laughs> but it was a quote unquote fun trip. Yep, I think it'll be more fun when we do some get-togethers with larger groups right. going. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, regular season a little better, but it's just not the same when it's not your team. No, it's not. Yeah. And, and I'm glad. I'm glad I learned. That this time going to Louisville, like spending 80 bucks on gas and food for you and, and, and tickets to go to Louisville, than if I did spending, I don't know, 600 bucks to go to Oakland to watch right. our old players. I'm glad it didn't cost me a fortune to figure out that, that it was a bit meh. Yeah, I don't think I'll do just like little jaunts with a couple of people. Like if there's a good group of us going, yeah. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's like, no, I would like to so see So we Oakland, can go to Nashville without him is what I just heard. <laughs> That, well, <laughs> I, I I have no defense. And he didn't stop and get. Well, we did stop at the gas station, but he, but he didn't did not get, get the, the chicken salad. Chicken salad sandwich. sandwich. I, I wanted Thank it, God. but you guys really had murder Bullied in your you eyes. Bullied you out of it. Yeah, you did. It was yeah. bullying. It really was. <laughs> yeah, I am perfectly fine with it. Actually, yeah. it is. It's it's okay. I'm I'm. I've I've moved on. We haven't. <laughs> we have not. <laughs> All right. I mentioned Hackworth. Uh, so after, <laughs> it was before their first game, or was it after their first game? It was after their first game. After yeah. their first game, he announces he is. Well, they announced they were mutually parting ways. Somebody fucked up. I don't know. I mean, it was. It, was it's it odd like that the, we haven't heard more. Yeah. That's did they, the part did that, they do like the? We wish you the best in your future endeavors. Yeah, crap. it was a conscious uncoupling. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Something happened. Yeah, and and they they named the interim coach right away. It was you know somebody on their staff. It wasn't James O'Connor, which 
kind of was my first thing is like, oh, O'Connor wants to take back over. But you, but you go back. Going back never works. No, I no. know. But um, I, I got to say, I wonder. Unless it's Albert Pujols. <laughs> I, I wondered if Hackworth had something lined up already, but it hasn't been announced yet. If he did, that doesn't mean there's not something lined up. I got to wonder if Charlotte. Maybe a 30-day clause. It could be. Uh, could be Cincinnati. It could be Cincinnati. <laughs> I, I wouldn't announce that either. Um, <laughs> but Charlotte, it's right. It's about the right time for them to hire a head coach. Yeah. Um, and you've got to think he would, if, if it was his choice to leave, it would have to be a better job. And in USL level, there's no better job than Louisville. No. Right? Mm. So, I mean, he could have been forced out. We don't know. What happened? I mean, there might have been some issue that triggered this. Um, but I just got to think maybe that Charlotte job is, is, that, is but there. I, I mean, or maybe, like you said, maybe Cincinnati said, hey, a couple more weeks and we're going to have an opening. I don't know. They're, they're, they're a basket case. They're terrible. Basket. I mean. Beautiful stadium. But again, it goes back to my point. It doesn't matter what your pitch looks like, your stadium looks like. If what's happening on it is awful. Yeah, and that is what what's going on on the pitch at Cincinnati is awful. I mean, it's, it it's, almost defies like logic. How yeah, bad they are. Yes, I was just going to go down that. It's I don't think you could try to be this bad, right. And be bad this bad, right? Like it takes effort to go o four. Yes, as much as it takes to go. I undefeated. mean, I, I expect that our first years are going to be learning curve. Sure, sure. You get you get, but they're, they're in year three now. It's, yeah. it's it's go time. You can't still be this bad. This Evidently, bad. they can. And, this and bad. Yeah, you would have thought they would have figured out a few things over the years. I mean, I get their initial plan didn't work, but they've had time to revamp it. But and even at that, okay, you, you revamp it year two then, and you say, okay, well, that didn't work. Here's year two. We we might win ten games instead of thirty or whatever. I don't Play even know how many games, games they have. Conceded eleven goals. It's, yeah, it's, no. it's shocking. It's not. <laughs> it's not just that they're losing. It's it's how they're losing. Yes. Yeah. Fuck them. And they, <laughs> you know, and they played Nashville and Orlando in that mix. It's not like not, exactly who are not amaze balls. Yeah, they're not playing the best in the league. Oh. Uh, speaking of, it makes maybe me not, so fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And, and speaking of not playing very well, Nashville's had a had a bad start to the season again. I'm almost want to say this is their first season because last season was so yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, last year doesn't count for anything, but really. I, I do think, like, if if you gave me one of those two, like, I still think I would pick Nashville over Cincinnati because I see Nashville's pieces. Yes. Right? And I see what they're... I mean, it's a Gary Smith team, so they're not going to be, like, flashy. They're just going to... Workman-like. Yeah, exactly. But that's what we need to be. That's what the mold needs to be for us. A Midwestern, blue-collar, go-to-work-every-day team. So, But if I look at Nashville and Cincinnati, I think Nashville's still ahead of Cincinnati. Oh, absolutely. On the Even development curve, is, yes. You know, they're only their second year. And one and a half. Been in three. Yeah, <laughs> one and a half. We'll just call it one and a half. Um, Miami, mm, a little different. I've seen one of their games. To be fair, I haven't seen them all. To be fair. <laughs> um, but you see what they're trying to do. I mean, there's... They well, they tried to play with four DPs. <laughs> <laughs> and the league said you can only have three. Um, but... 
they're going to try to spend their way out. And compared to Nashville being workmanlike, I think we're more Nashville than Miami. Correct. And and I do think workmanlike works. You look at Columbus are the league champions right now. Mm-hmm. Workmanlike works. And, and, and the thing is, and too, Portland did it a few years ago. It's I mean, if you're working with a tighter budget, workmanlike gets you further up ahead I mean, than trying to be flashy and you have on to a be budget. Smart. And Philad- yeah. Philadelphia too. I mean, Philadelphia are not. They don't have a huge team, budget, no. But they're doing the business. So um, we can talk a little bit about MLS. I mean, I've seen just a handful of games. I, I, I haven't even actually watched one. I had too much stuff going on. And then when I think about it, I'm your, like... Your house is destroyed because you got workers <laughs> going through. Um, Chicharito's had a few good games. That's, That's what I've heard. See. He, you know, after last year, he really didn't do anything. Uh, but we've seen it before. It takes some guys a year to get comfortable and get used to a league. But that first game against Miami this year, it was vintage Chicharito. I mean, he caught one on the outside, spun around and put it in just, you know, like, like you're when, used to seeing yeah. him do. Uh, so if he, and then he had a hat trick the next game. So if he gets off, like Galaxy could have a good year. I, I imagine just, they will. Just to me, it's just, it's more of the same. They shit the bed in CONCACAF Champions League, and these games don't matter until they get closer to the playoffs. That's more of the same for me. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Champions League, I guess everybody's out now except for... Philly. Philly, is they the only mm-hmm. ones left? And because they played out, uh, another MLS team. To get <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it, more of the same. It, well... I mean, eventually the, an MLS team will win it, and and they, they, they can't make it an outlier. They just have to build on it. And it is weird that that we're on different schedules than Liga MX, so they're more mid-season form, and we're still in preseason form, kind of. Um, not not right now, though. I mean, they've played four games. You, you should be yeah in, in the... You, you, it's so what? I mean, you've, you're a month into the season now. Yeah, but it takes a while. Yeah, especially if you've got new guys coming in. And uh, if I, I don't know. I'm with Stuart. Stuart mentioned the other day that he would like St. Louis City to be the first team to win Champions League. So that would be fantastic. They can keep losing. I don't care. <laughs> and, I mean, it is weird. There's sort of like this mandate from the league, like, thou shalt root for MLS teams. No way. Well. No, I, right? well, I support my own team. And yes. I, don't, I don't. I find the concept of supporting a league right stupid. But it's like, so really, Seattle fans are supposed to cheer for Portland? Yeah, that in ain't gonna happen. World, That's not gonna happen. In what world is that right? You won't you know? get me to cheer for Kansas so, City. Yeah, fuck them all. No. And you know, fuck I'm not rooting for Chicago. No, I no. mean, so yeah, I just maybe we'll be the ones to break the uh, mold, break the curse, and and do it. Yeah, try to get any other team to. Ch- Oh, you're, you're the you're in our league. Good I mean, luck. I, I get it a little bit, like because I don't have any love for the Liga Emekis team either. But I mean, I'm not but, just. Gonna, but that's almost kind of it's almost flips the script for me. Where I'm but it's like, like, I'm I'm going to watch the Champions League final. Okay? Yeah, but I want the. Liga. But it's 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 Chelsea versus City, so I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm still going to watch the game because. It's Champions League. But Isn't I'd it? rather see a Liga MX team beat the MLS teams because it's like, okay, that can we can 
We yeah, can be the ones to do it. You know what I mean? From like, that perspective, yeah. That's that's the way I've always looked at that kind of stuff. You know, if it was open cup or whatever, yeah. I didn't want somebody else to win because I this wanted one, to be the ones Sarah, to win. Sarah, this man here waited thirty years for the Blues to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. and he's here talking about winning Concacaf yeah. Champions yeah. League before we've even got a fucking team. <laughs> well, no, we said we could be. You want to go kick it, Sammy while you're at it? <laughs> St. Louis City. Legitimate could be the first. I mean, it might take 30 years yeah, for an be. MLS team to win <laughs> CONCACAF Champions yeah, League. Yeah, I could also be a millionaire, Brad. <laughs> exactly. Everything's possible. Hey, I buy a ticket just in case. Mega Millions is back up again. <laughs> uh, so is Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just such a fucking shell game. I'll sell you an NFT. Uh, stop it. I, I don't, still don't know what that is. I don't. It's. It's. Did you know, write down a definition of what it is? It's. It's horrible for the environment. That's okay. what it is. Yeah, but I don't know what it is, though. It's it's, it's like owning something, but not really. <laughs> it's like that. Okay. <laughs> that was an, like a somebody, 401k. <laughs> somebody bought Jack Dorsey's first tweet. Yeah. I mean, I can still see it. I can still post it. I can I, still print it out and put it on my wall. You can retweet it. But I don't own it. Somebody owns it. Now, I don't know what that means. But are you, so if somebody buy, like, if somebody buys my shit, they're giving me money. You get money. Great. Yes. Sold. But <laughs> it's it. it's cryptocurrency, which causes or in, entails a lot of mining. Em- energy consumption. Energy consumption, which is horrible for the environment. And, it, and it uses high-end graphics cards to do so, which are pull the mineral or lots of pollution. And, yeah. And, yeah. Can you just Venmo me? <laughs> no. As far as I know, it can only be done with crypto, which is... Also a problem. Which who, who made that? Which I, I personally, I'm Mr. sure Elon Musk, Mr. NFT. <laughs> yes. I, I personally have no problem with the idea of cryptocurrency. Like I do think there are certain. We've got to figure out a way to do it so it's less environmentally yes. impactful. Yes. Like I like the idea of value not being tied to certain yeah. standards, be it you know borders or gold standard or whatever it is. I like that idea. I like the idea of having it be untraceable, quote unquote. Yeah. But not at the cost of damaging the environment. Yeah, th- there's got to be a way to do it better. Can we, t- can we talk about football again? Yes, we can. I don't know anything about <laughs> Well, and the other thing is either. the NFT thing is just like, it's just so trendy now. Everybody wants to do it, and I don't even know if they know what it is. Okay. I don't. Uh, let's talk about something good. Oh, well, oh, yeah. One more coaching thing. Oakland Roots lost their coach. Something happened. I know <laughs> nothing about it. He, they were coming up from... Did and, they find it? <laughs> they were coming from Nisa, right? That They played in Nisa last year. Yeah. And just strange that they would do all these changes and invest and be ready to go and then fire their coach before, right before the season starts. So... That makes me think something's bubbling on the surface, like something's about to come out, and he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Better get out. He might not have had all his qualifications. You That's don't true. Know. You don't know. Could be. But, yeah, just weird. He weird wanted, it would happen he wanted to get paid an NFT. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he sold some NFT and doesn't have to work anymore. And he's got Dogecoin to pay for everything now. I, I feel like we could just be making up words. Oh, totally. <laughs> I think we need Lulacoin. Oh, God. Do we really need one more thing to worry about? <laughs> We've got stickers and buttons and magnets. We could go like close the stock market, though. That'd be cool. I'm okay with that. Ring the bell or hit the thing <laughs> or whatever you do. When's our IPO? That's right. <laughs> You're gonna have to wear a suit, Brad. Is this become a finance uh, podcast? Track suit. Track. We're gonna suit, show up exactly. in track suits. 
I will hold on, hold on. We did skip that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Three of us got the message. One of us did not. Yep. We <laughs> we wore tracksuits to Louisville. Yeah, we did. We, well, except for Matt Bird. Yeah. Evidently too cool to rock the tracksuit. I guess so. I'm not a gopnik. <laughs> not a gopnik. We I, went, I was upset we didn't take a picture of us squatting. We in yes, our I know. In, yeah. in their stadium. We no talked less. about it and then we just didn't do no, it. No, we're, st- we're still going to get it done. Yeah. I, yes. There's no question. Um, good news, though. Uh, last week we had a bit of fun. Um, our friend Audi Jepson has been <laughs> trialing, trialist yeah. at uh, Forward Madison. And, you know, we had some good nature at, hey, when are you going to announce Je- Audi? And, and in what has to be a first in the world of soccer, yep. Forward Madison reached out to us <laughs> and said, would you guys like to make the official announcement? That Hell yeah, we do. Not their, not their supporters no. group. Yeah, no. our. <laughs> I, I, I got to think that's the first time it has that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, but again, in keeping with how much fun Forward Madison has, yeah. um, they do a lot of things right Yep. on social media, on branding. I mean, Sarah owns a Forward Madison gravy boat, for the love of God. <laughs> Um, and a hoodie. They have fun scarf. with it, yeah. you know? And I just, I thought this was, it was really, really cool of them, really fun. Yeah. And we did actually raise a little bit of money for the Flocks charity. Uh, More than a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 700 bucks. Yep. Um, just for being annoying on Twitter for yeah, a while. <laughs> yeah, and Audi was in on it, and yep. Forward Madison was in on it, you know? <laughs> I, I really got worried when we started like doing this sign outy thing that we were putting him in a weird position. Yeah, yeah I did too. You know, but when they reached out and said, "Hey, it's all in fun. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Let's have some fun with it." And we, I mean, you do have to say like Zach sent them. That's what I was just cheese gonna, curds. Yeah, <laughs> Zach having door dashed them cheese curds. Yeah, all I just got like a DM on Twitter and I'm from him and I'm like, "What is this?" And it was just a screenshot of the DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is amazing. So, mad props to uh, Forward Madison, you know, a team that does things the right way. Yeah. And had a little fun with it and was willing to let us have some fun with them. Um, And because really, this year, that's what we have. We have our former players. Right. And wishing them well. Audi was out basically all last season with an injury. Mm -hmm. So, we're really happy that he's got an opportunity to play pro soccer again. He's a good Mm -hmm. player, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he had an assist in his first game. Yeah, he did. So... The kick and score, too. Yeah, props to him. And he made some of us videos. That was Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Good kid. Very happy that he's he's landed in Madison, which is a good team. Good Uh, support. Good supporters. I think yeah. I mean it would be fun to take a trip to Madison and if they allow it with their protocols. Yep. Because remember last year, that was like one of the most locked. They couldn't play in their own state. Yeah, Yeah. they had to play all of their games out of state. So if they open it up and they they allow away fans, we're going. We're, we're fucking going. You know, we're fucking going. You know why? Because we've all had our shots. New Glarus and New Glarus oh. and Audi and no, Audi. I think we'll take we're we're taking the expedition. Yeah, and the back end of that thing is going to sag from how much beer I'm bringing home. As Matt said, Madison's a cool town. It is. I mean, it actually is a fun it, town. It, it, so it that would be cool. a good, you know, go up early and stay the next day. And that's that's a t- that's a trip Erica would come with. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Brad it, gets it, his it, own room. Madison, yes. I don't think they have hot chicken in Madison. I don't know. Cheese curds? How do you do with cheese curds? It depends on what the cheese is. (laughs) Sarah and I just shared a a scared look for a moment. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 
more news to cover since it's been a year and a half since our last episode. Uh, last time we were talking a little bit about race and how it affects things around the league. And, mm-hmm. and we mentioned the Charlotte Independence owner and some of his, let's see, inopportune comments. Bigotry. <laughs> or bigotry. What a dick he is. Mm-hmm. Well, since then, the USL has taken the stance that they're going to help him find someone to sell yeah. the team to. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I mean, yeah, you know, no go, place. No, go be a bigot somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Like MPSL with Andrew Carlton. Oh, yep. I, I yep. was I was going to make a joke about the Rockwood School District meetings, well, but well, maybe he could, you know, bone the Rockwood School District yeah. soccer team. <laughs> um, what staying in Charlotte? Charlotte FC has announced that they're going to do turf. Um, I cannot believe this. I, Their pants are on fire. I yeah. I yes. do get it from the extent that, I mean, they're sharing a field with an NFL team, and that's a lot of abuse mm. on a pitch. I, I, I do get that. And, you know, Atlanta does it. Seattle does it. You know, wait, wait did Seattle switch back to grass? I don't can't remember. I don't, I anyway. Remember. I mean, St. Louis FC did it, but it was because it's used several times a day. by and flooded s- several times yeah. a year. St. Louis <laughs> FC didn't promise us a year beforehand that it'd be grass. Yeah. Yep. That but that's what I was gonna hit on. Mm. Charlotte FC's got, got kind of a kind of a trend going of saying one thing and doing another. Mm. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um but yeah we wish them the I worst. really feel sorry for Charlotte soccer fans. Yeah. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah, all people. that money and they can't even get real grass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean just everything. I wonder how the Mint City Collective feels about it. I'm sure they, they feel however the front office wants them to feel about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, that's funny. Uh, let's talk about something that was a huge issue in the world of soccer for one day. The Luligan <laughs> Podcast Network? No. Oh. We'll talk about that next. Uh, the European Super League. <laughs> Born too much fanfare oh. and smothered to death the next day you know, by the fans. I didn't care until they were like... These players can't play with their international teams, and then I got real pissed. And I just laughed because none of this was ever going to be a Newcastle problem. But, <laughs> but props to the leagues for standing up and saying, if anybody's going to make money, it's us. Fuck you. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the plan was they were going to go play in their little European games, but still be in their national leagues. Yeah. And all the leagues said, no, mm-hmm. you want to play in European Super League? Go often no yeah. do you think? Right. Uh UEFA came through and said, yep, you know, you're not going to be involved in this. FIFA came through and said, yep, you want to do that? You can't play with your national teams. Yeah. And all well, of a sudden. Well, they're basically saying, you have to leave UEFA, the government, you have to leave us. Yeah. Because we won't sanction it and right. do your own thing. And, you know, good luck finding referees. Yep. Good luck finding stadiums. Good, good, you know, good luck finding this, that, and the other. That It was just, it was a no-go. And again, I think the owners thought, Oh, everybody's going to love this, and we're going to get more money. Hated it. And the fans <laughs> all said, fuck, fuck you. Yep. It's multifaceted there. First of all, the, the fans know that the prices would go up. If, if, you want, if you want us to go watch us again, oh, let's take, you're an Arsenal fan, Arsenal against Real Madrid, Barcelona, Milan every week, yeah. the price is going to be way higher than if you're playing Burnley, West Ham and uh, Derby County every week, yeah. mm-hmm. and also, plus you lose the the tradition, the, the history of 
I want my team to win the Premier League. You know, if you're mm. an Arsenal fan, it costs you 40 bucks to get the train to Birmingham and 40 bucks to get your ticket to the away end at Villa. You know, that your away days... Under 100. Are, and, and if you're going away to... Because that's where it was going. The yeah. slippery slope was going, we're going to leave the Premier League and just have a regular Saturday-Sunday European League. That's the slippery slope where the fans saw it going. And they would lose those away days with their mates... And it would just be cost prohibitive to go to Milan, Rome, Paris, Madrid every single week. Yeah. Not to mention the the quote unquote sportsmanship aspect of it. Arsenal ain't qualifying for Europa League next year. All of a sudden, well, they get a golden pass to this Super League. Uh, but They're also, the tenth best team in uh, the Premier every, League. In every league, you have to have a Crystal Palace. Yeah, there's there's no there's nothing saying that. Arsenal or United or Liverpool were going to be one of the top yeah. front runners of this league. And well, and that's the other thing too is that when they keep getting the shit kicked out of them by Real Madrid or you know who, who Barcelona, Whoever. we'll just say those two teams. Yeah. Let's say it turns into like you know essentially the the Scottish league where it's two teams running away with it every year. At some point, they're going to say, "Well, piss off, we're going back to our home league," and they probably can't. Yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. It's just and that, it was a horrible idea on many and, and then <laughs> and then you get top the top four in the Super League every single year. When do they start wanting a bigger slice of the pie from right. from the, the the Arsenals and whoever is at the bottom well, echelon? They, of they that form one. the Ultra League, you know. And, and <laughs> <laughs> but also the the fans and I'm not going to put my tinfoil hat on and talk about promotion and relegation, but the the fans around the world, for the most part, are used to the concept of fairness that, you know, a decade ago, Fulham beat Juventus. Right. And if this went ahead, that would never happen again. Yeah. It would never happen again. Yeah. And and there, there has to be the concept of fairness and everyone has a shot. Every single club in the country has the same opportunities. Any given Sunday. And it, and it goes back to the whole promotion and relegation. Your bar league team could, in theory, win Champions League one day. Yeah. I mean... The, 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 the chances are slim. Right. But, you know what? One day, Red Star Belgrade won the Champions League. Mm. They did. Well, yeah. They did. And and one day, Nottingham Forest won two Champions Leagues or European yeah. Cups in a row. You know, it'll never happen again. But for, for, for one decade in the sun... They had the right business plan, right coach, right players, right recruitment, right sponsorship, and it all came together and they made it work. And and any club well, should at, be able to do just that. Just even look at Leicester. Yeah. You know, they they get promoted, they win the league. Yeah. They're not being invited to the Super, Super League. League, you know, but but that's exactly yeah. it that you know, it it, <laughs> it is like the most we're better than you. I, and yeah. and I also think honestly guys that it's not as wouldn't be as popular as people think it would be. No, no, no. It and wouldn't be as popular as the owners think it would be. It, it, the the group stages of the Champions League get two hundred thousand viewers in in the UK. It's not even on Sky. It's on BT Sport. Yeah. It's you know there's only so many times you can watch Manchester City against Paris Saint Germain before you go hey, what again? Yeah. they're playing again. You know it. It's not. It wouldn't be special like it is now. Like the semifinals of Champions League are special because you get to see two giants go at each other. But you also get 
the possibility of it being PSG versus Porto. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or PSG versus Ajax. Yeah. Or, you know, again, Red Star Belgrade versus whoever. There is that element of changing it up. Yeah. And whilst they talk about the, the five invitees to mm. the European Super League, they were going to get stiffed for the money. Yeah. And you can't have... And, and what Liverpool and United and Arsenal, who were the main instigators in, in England, wanted, was they wanted to take all the money from the Super League and and dominate the Premier League. Mm -hmm. And that's... No. Yeah. No. You, you know, no. Well... I think Kroenke was just going to pocket it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't think he was going to invest it in back into Arsenal. But what, but what I found when the Premier League came of age yeah. was that the, the, the teams got more money, but they didn't keep more money. Yeah. They just plowed it into players. Yeah. You know, the players got made multimillionaires. Yeah. Well, it's like, it was like in the early 2000s, Arsenal and Chelsea, their, their subs were better than a lot of the teams in the league yeah. because they just were able to stockpile because well, of the... And also, I think this was City and maybe PSG and some of those teams way around financial fair play. Right. Yeah. That's the other I mean, thing, too. They could say, well, now we're making this much more money so we can spend it on our players. But I, I, I City, from what I can gather, City and Chelsea uh, were, were kind Just of went along Armstrong with it. Yeah. this. And, and it really, from what I can gather, it was the, the American owners. Yeah. And... and the, the 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 Spanish teams Perez and, and yeah. Barcelona they they just want to be able to spend money yeah they're losing money right now props and, props to Byron for saying no yeah like, that was from awesome the beginning Fair play to them um, was PSG also they said no they yeah. said no they said no so those are two big fish that said no we want no part of it uh -huh. so good yeah, for that them. made me happy and, yeah. and, and there is a part of me that also is incredibly Newcastle also said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that's it. But that's exactly it. That's, you know, as a Newcastle fan, first off, it's amusing to watch everybody bitch about their owners mm. not caring about the fans. Mm. Welcome to the club, bitches. I mean, that's that's what we've been dealing with for 10 years. <laughs> but but that's also it that, you know, you know, these guys are saying, oh, well, you know, we're going to be able to do this and you won't be able to do it. And, yeah. you know, we're better than you. It's already like that to some extent yeah. in the premiership. But, and, but, but the rich want to get richer. But right. 15 years ago, you had your moment in the sun. Right. And uh, and they're, they're saying, no, you can't ever, ever get back to that right. point. And right, right, exactly. That's intrinsically and wrong. It, that was, that's where I was headed with this, is that it, all they're doing is the rich are going to get richer, the poor are going to get poorer. And at that point in time, you know, you tell the story about being able to afford going to the end and stand there, you know, get standing tickets and then being priced out the next year when they put yeah. seats in. They're doing that not only to their fans, but they're doing that to the other teams that stay in the domestic league that those teams aren't getting the money they get from playing a Manchester United or, you know, a Chelsea. Like, it's a cascade of failure that just isn't going to work. But but also the, these, these clubs like Manchester United, Arsenal, and Liverpool... They, they have moved away from wanting the guy who gets the bus to the game, buys yes. a ticket, buys a pie, buys a program, but then gets the bus home. Yep. They want the big mega tourist to jet in for a yeah. week to take in a, a European game, a game on Sunday, and, and go. They don't even actually care if they show up stay as long as they buy the tickets. Oh, right. no. They want them to show up because they'll go do a tour of the stadium, have lunch yeah. at the Red Cafe, spend 300 bucks at the souvenir shop, and then go home. Yeah. And they won't protest 
on a Wednesday afternoon if they get beat. Yeah. They'll be they'll jet home and and that's that they the fans are watching their clubs disappear. Yeah. Well, that uh, was a, a couple of years ago where they were saying that United's trip to Southeast Asia was more profitable in that one month yeah. than the other 11 months were. The preseason tours that yeah. yeah. You know, and, and the fans were pissed off that these they were going out there and you know, oh, I, they might get hurt or, you know, our players. And, and I say that fully aware that the last time I went to England was with Ewan and we went to a game and we had lunch at the Red Cafe <laughs> and we dropped 300 bucks in the souvenir shop. <laughs> uh, but we don't have to worry about it anymore because the fans shut it down, at least for now. They'll find a way. Or they'll, 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 they're they're going to rehatch it in some new way. But, but yeah, this is just... Uh, how what? much money do you do you need to make because what also happened when the premier league was born like a, a football player let's say paul skulls he went from a foot you know a manchester united player went from five grand a week to 15 grand a week so someone who plays at stoke city in the championship says well if he's getting if he's worth 50 percent more then now i'm worth 50 percent more you know if i if, if, if a premier league player is worth 15 grand a week then a championship player must be worth Eight grand a week mm-hmm. instead of two grand a week, mm-hmm. you know, and and a, a League One player says, "Well, I'm instead of being worth five hundred pound a week, now I should be paid twelve hundred pound a week." And the rising tide lift does lift all boats, and and you, you got your teams like Berries and Macclesfields and Boltons who just they, they can't do that, yeah, you know, and and it, it the, the the soccer in Europe is on a precipice, and whilst I sit here. And talk badly about MLS and the way it's structured. Premier League is an outlier too, and and it's it's a bubble that's gonna burst. And the fans, I think, are aware of that, and they don't want it to happen. Domestic football in England, especially, it, it can't burst. Well said. <laughs> I, I'll just get off my soapbox. No, so. no, no. You you said everything that needed to be said. It is. I mean. And, and and personally, that is one of my concerns consistently with the MLS model, is that it is in a way a super league yeah. that you know excludes it's a, everybody else. It's a closed shop. Yeah, and, 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 and wages are suppressed with the salary cap, right. and and the any money that's made goes into the owners' pockets, and or the league owns yeah. the players. I mean, you know, it's it is that closed environment that just changes things. But what I did. Ha- what I did see this week was when the new Super League came out, all the fans were against it. All the fans were against it, as they should be. All the tribal loyalties, all your fan loyalties, and uh, were by the wayside. We all came together and said no. But now Manchester United fans uh, do a demonstration on Sunday, and I see Liverpool fans taking pot shots. Well, you, 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 you dickheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we're, fans are in this together, guys. There, there yeah. is no tribal loyalties. I was impressed at the Chelsea fans, you know, doing their protest when they they had their time. You know, I I have seen Arsenal fans. I have the fans came together and they have to stick together. We can't be divided by tribal lines about this. This right. is this is this this is about the game and it's bigger than any uh, club you support. Newcastle fans just wondered what you're all going on about. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's move on. I just want to mention briefly, uh, friend of the pod, uh, John Townsend. Matt, you know him a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, his new book is out. It's called Just a Ball. 
So I have bought it and it's available on Amazon. And John is a local guy. Local guy, um, very knowledgeable. Um, he he is. There's no money in books, John. Just so you know. <laughs> but you are an English major, and I am not. So you've probably got a better chance of making a few quid from this. But uh, he he is a very knowledgeable guy. He's an excellent writer. Uh, he is also a Liverpool fan, but don't let that dissuade you. But, I mean, somebody who has lived it, I mean... Absolutely lived it. He went to Kentucky on a scholarship, broke his neck, had to recover, played rec league in adult leagues in Chicago, so you can imagine how tough that was. But he, he's lived it. Yeah. And and was a frequent uh, visitor at Soccer Park Same, he was in the a, stands. He was... Um, he played for the Piasaw? Or, he played or? for the Piasaw, and he was under-18 coach with uh tim leonard and tim lee's at okay scott gallagher for a while so i mean very knowledgeable literally guy. and someone I, I won't say one of us i don't know if he considers himself a luligan but one of us in the sense that he's a soccer fan who goes to games he's, he's not just a talking head he he lives he, what he's talking about you know i I'm trying to get into cycling, right? Yeah. You know, I'm try- really trying. To, I watch these guys that do, like, endurance rides and stuff, and I'm like, I could do that. But I don't. I sit on my couch and I play computer <laughs> games. John does it. Yeah, John there's, does there's, it. There's doers and there's pretenders. And I, I'm, I, I think I'm a doer, but I'm really a pretender. <laughs> John's a doer. Uh, next up, we want to remind everybody. But can John land a 737? That's true. No. You know, uh, some of us have got skill and some of us, some of us, some of us write books. <laughs> I want to remind everyone to go get your shots because coming up in May, we've got USL 2 games. Uh, we're still waiting to hear some more details on what we can do as far as uh, pregame festivities, but uh, it's going to be open to everybody. I'm sure there will be restrictions spread out, that kind of stuff, but the more people that get their shots, the better. Um, we will have new stickers and pins and magnets at those games. Um, we did have a new shirt that we were selling. It is now closed, closed off, but uh, should be getting those new St. Luligan shirts featuring the City Red Pantone Correct <laughs> color. Uh, those made, again, once again, by Belleville Screen Printing Company, who do amazing work. If you need T-shirts for anything, call them. Uh, as I mentioned, USL 2 starting up in May. And WPSL, that would be the Fire and Ice and the St. Louis Lions women's team, will be starting up in June. So there are some local soccer games to go to, just not at the higher level. Um, Open Cup got a little bit of a bad bad news, I guess. I mean, it's another season of them. I, I don't think they've officially canceled it this year, but they've wiped out the early rounds. Uh, they may play some sort of playoff tournament. And at that point, I think that's probably the best option just because so many teams can't travel. There's not the income from tickets coming in. Yeah. You know, okay, let's maybe keep it to a tournament, a smaller tournament and just do what we can at this point. Yeah. So pay attention to uh, what's going on with that because Open Cup, very important to uh, St. Louis history. Um, Today is Give St. Louis, Give STL Day, so we encourage you to give to your favorite local charity. And if you don't have one, please give to the St. Louis Food Bank. Uh, Sarah donated $25 and challenged everyone yep. to match her. So $25. I, be, I doubled you. Did you? How get, about that? I was going to say, I don't Suck know if it. anybody did. So, <laughs> But I just want to say $25 buys 100 meals. Yep. And if I was somewhere and you could say, 
you can take 100 of your friends out for dinner mm-hmm. for $25. Yep. That is a deal. Yep. You, you and it's a baller move. You couldn't do that with White Castle back in the <laughs> no. day. So, you know, if you've got a little bit extra, mm-hmm. donate it. And yep. it makes you feel good, too. Yep. Uh, speaking of uh, getting back to normal, the new city restrictions are opening up a little bit. Uh, we want to encourage you to visit our friends sh- Second Shift. Libby and crew have been doing a great job kicking ass through all of this, but uh, small businesses still need your support. So we might have to do something where we support them. That would be fun. I think that's something I could. Probably you know what else? You know where else you should visit Where's now that? that everything's open? The Golden Hoosier. Oh my God! Yes, you guys went and checked that Holy out. Holy shit! Hoosier. I can't oh wait my to God. go back. Johnny Garcia, Garcia Properties. It's yep. his family. Yep. Uh, invited us on the on the, the, the group of us here to the. Uh, Soft opening. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Super soft opening. Super soft. Uh, first off, the drink. The Havana. The Havana. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's got like unicorn cum in it. It I is don't. so amazing. I already knew I wasn't even done with first one. I'm like, I'm gonna need a second. Yeah, uh, I wanted to order a second. Wait, you're gonna need a second. Like, I need a second, or I need a second both. drink. All of it. Both. Yeah. We were talking about can we get one to go. Yeah, can I get it to go cup? Styrofoam cup yeah. of it. It was that. I mean, it's delicious. <laughs> That's how trashy I was at, at that point. Uh, we had a uh, meat uh, tray from mm-hmm. G&W Meats, yeah. which was delicious. Yep. That was amazing. Uh, I had the uh, that Portuguese sandwich that they're famous that famously bringing in. I thought it was just going to be like a sandwich, but it was like a bowl of sandwich. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was like a tomato sauce poured over a sandwich with like eight kinds of meat in it. Yeah. It was amazing. I couldn't even finish it all, which, Ugh. I mean, if I can't finish it. Yeah. Uh, I had it, a pork steak. Yeah. The mm-hmm. pork steak looked good. It was super good. It did inspire me to do pork steaks this weekend. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay, I got to have one now. Yeah. Nancy uh, had some chicken. Yeah, that looked good. Yeah. The dessert. <sighs> they had, I had the cookies and milk. Mm-hmm. It was chocolate chip peanut butter cookies and yeah. a little uh, sampler glass of milk, mm-hmm. beer sampler glass. But the the star of dessert, the um, what did they call it? The it was a rice krispie treat. Yeah, it was just labeled rice krispie treat, and I'm like, okay, well this is, but it was rice krispie treat infused with ganache, mm-hmm. and then there was more ganache on the plate. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. There and was you, two of them, and you couldn't eat the second one. So she's no. like, take it home to the kids. I'm like, the kids aren't getting this. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be me and Aaron, and brought it home. Aaron had one bite, and. I literally watched the eyes roll back in her head. It's so good. It was that good. It was amazing. So once they open, go They're to open. the Golden Hoosier. Well, oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, so. they open the first. So that, go to the Golden Hoosier. It is a pretty big endorsement from it's pretty, it's the a, podcast group. Yeah, it's a pretty great place. It is amazing. It's, it's one of those things like we're all sitting there and immediately it was, okay, this is a date night place. This <laughs> is a place where we could just go as a bunch of us because yeah. they have the back with the patio with the fire pit and yeah. stuff. It is like the perfect Luligan restaurant. Cool. The atmosphere and is really cool. The beer selection is fantastic. The decor. the decor is amazing. It's just fantastic. Love Johnny Garcia. Yep. There you go. Garcia Properties. If I could have like a piece of Garcia Properties clothing to wear every day, I would do it. <laughs> I would do it. You know, I was actually very disappointed in myself that I didn't get my satchel made to wear down. That day, I need to I need to have Jane make my satchel. I want t-shirts, hoodies, like a light jacket, tracksuits. 
Yeah. Yes, tracksuits. Definitely tracksuits. I'll, I'll wear it all. All day, every day. I, they could sponsor me. <laughs> just don't pay me in whatever that is. Crypto. Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> just Venmo me. <laughs> <laughs> just give me free shit and I'll wear it. There I don't care. Great place. You know you know who else is a great local uh, business? <laughs> I'm, glad nope. you, I'm glad you remembered because I almost forgot. Oh, God, no. I got to say it. It's Mark Gardner at your electric. Oh. You know... I have a story to tell about Mr. Gardner. Uh-oh. Our kitchen is being redone, as mentioned. Mm-hmm. Our, our contractor is amazing. He's done fantastic work. And he gets to the point where he's setting up all the wiring, and he comes and knocks on my office door, and he says, I know you mentioned you have a buddy that's an electrician. I got these breakers. They're a specific kind, you know, like for what's going on where it's a split box. They, they're, not, they're not working. Do you think he could get us a couple because... I can't get to an electric supply place. You, you kind of have to have that in to get there. Mm-hmm. Let me talk. Let me text Mark Gardner. You know what number I texted him at? What is it? 314-814-3897. What is it again? 314-814-3897. Uh-huh. Te- texted Mark. said, Mark, we need your help. He said, I'll be there soon. Mm-hmm. Came by, dropped him off. My contractor's like, I'm going to need his number. And you know what I told him? 314-814-3897. Now that's for residential electric work right but guess what they do commercial as well both both kinds both kinds kinds. swing both ways there you go (laughs) hi james um so (laughs) i i i will also say too is that you know with this uh kitchen construction there's a lot of people asking what's going on so i was posting it on facebook and Mm -hmm. i started doing ads yeah and and it was funny because as soon as i started typing out the one for it i started hearing myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> saying it on the podcast sure it was just immediately it's and then when i typed both kinds i heard sarah saying yeah both, both kinds, kinds. <laughs> all right that's all i have for tonight we uh kind of ran through some news there mitch has one more thing we do have one more thing sure. speaking of podcasts yes yes mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah we have an expansion we are no longer just <laughs> 200 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> that's right Yay. that's right uh actually 250 <laughs> uh we are no longer just a single podcast. We are now the Luligan Podcast Network. There we go. <laughs> this is when the money's <laughs> both kind. Holy shit, that's what both happened kinds. to the last podcast. Yep. That's right. Wow. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Payday. It's going to happen, right? Because our drum corps have Should start- I quit my job? No. <laughs> well, yeah, actually you should, but okay. that has nothing to do with <laughs> <All right>. this. <laughs> You're happier when you didn't have a job. No, I like my new job. Okay. Uh, but the drum corps, uh, Rickard and Sam and... Of course, Zach, because Zach, Zach has the yeah. most to say, mm-hmm. started a podcast. It's called Show Up, Make Noise. Mm, nice. I'm calling it Summon, S-U-M-N, mm-hmm. when I yes. do all the stuff on the website. But uh, they recorded two episodes as of last night. They banked a couple. Yeah, they, they did one kind of as a test, and then the second one the you know got going yeah. last night. It should be published this week, uh, weekend on the website. Nice. So you'll be able to follow it through your iTunes, your Spotify, all these kind of things. It'll be published in the same location. Wow. But we are now a podcast network of boys and girls. We have a network. There we go. That's right. I was doing a business, Sarah. Should we get some shirts? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yes. Blazers? Blazers. No, I'm not wearing that. All right. Maybe some short sleeve hoodies. No. Sorry. just me and you, man. I just think, don't that. Did you see me? <laughs> I thought I was Bird falling, was asleep, and all of a sudden. I was falling asleep there. And, uh, Matt just... loves some swag. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I have. Uh, looking forward to hearing the new uh, Show Up, Make Noise podcast. And uh, I am looking forward to doing this more often. We, we've had our off time, and 
Now it's time our period of mourning is over. Especially now that we're running a network, we gotta. We <laughs> yeah, gotta. We gotta we're the flagship. Now. We're you know. You know, Mitch has got to do some business because he's yes. running a network. Do way too much business. That's the problem. All right. So thanks for listening again, everybody. Um, and there will be more to talk about. See ya. When I'm watching you and Fidel Castro.